Hey, Mike, you used to cycle, didn't you? Yeah. Do you ever think about cycling around the world? No. Ah, well, our next guest is about to do just that. Cycle round the world. Yeah, on a tandem bike. Laura Massey-Pew. Wow, let's get her on. Yeah, okay. Hi, I'm Mike Brampton. And my name is Julian Hope. Welcome to Veterinary Ramblings. Wow. Let's, I know, here's the thing. Let's get her in. Let's not mention cycling at all. (laughs) (laughs) Shall we not? Shall we not? Let's not. Let's not. Laura, hello. Laura, hello. Welcome, Laura. Thanks for coming on. No, no problem at all. Thanks for having me. I, I can't help feeling we ought to mention uh, bikes at least once more because because you're going around the world. Yes. On a tandem. Yes. To beat a world record. Hopefully, yes. With a man who has the longest beard outside of ZZ Top. Yet to be confirmed, but yes. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> do, do you know something? I, I just get the feeling. I've only just met you, Laura, but I've got the feeling that you will be you 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 will put yourselves in the position to confirm that that is the longest beard <laughs> outside of ZZ Top. I don't I don't know what it is that I don't know. The beard world's quite competitive. I, I think there's, there's there's like worldwide competitions and things. I think Steve looked into entering one once and then realised that it's actually you know quite a. It's like a lifelong dedication of yeah beard growth. <laughs> well, it'd have to be. I mean, he's only going. He's only. Mm. It's only going to stand to his navel so far, doesn't it? I know exactly. It's it's not even close to his kneecaps. So. And <laughs> <laughs> impressive, impressive set of moustaches as well. I have to say. Yeah, he's quite proud of those too. I'm, yeah, I'm right. Rather okay. jealous. I'm fascinated. I'm, I know I'm you're fascinated by this beard and this ability to grow a great big bushy, fabulous-looking beard. And we only know that because we've been on a particular website. What's your website called, Laura? It's stellatandem.com. Stellatandem.com. Yeah. So it's wow. like Stevie and Laura. So S-T-L-A, one L. Yeah. Stellatandem.com. Now, that's the only reason that you know that her tandem partner has got the bushiest beard of any of anything. I want to know what on earth has he made you... it with. Never mind that. Sorry. Right, no, sorry, I missed... I, I, I guessed what you're going to say and and I missed it. Missed my guess. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> right, Laura, you're a yes. vet. You're a veterinary surgeon. Yes. And you earn your living or have earned your living, looking after animals up and down the country. Yes. What on earth has possessed you to decide to try and break a world record, which I'm sure you're going to do, of riding round the world on a tandem? With your partner, Steve, your husband, Steve. Um, yeah, when you put it like that. <laughs> right, was this a particular... But yes, it's... Um, well, I've, I've always liked bikes as well, and if, if any of my um, compatriots from university are listening, they would remember me cycling to Edinburgh campus in all weathers, even when I was at uni. So I've always liked bikes. Um, meeting but Steve... They, they remember it because you were living in Sussex at the time. <laughs> <laughs> He used to try and stop and offer me lifts when it was snowing. They'd be like, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I've, I've always been a bit of an oddball in that respect. But 
yeah um it's then meeting Steve it just kind of um spiraled out of all proportion because he was already like a, a long distance very accomplished rider and unfortunately that gave me far too many ideas um and then through my um yeah <laughs> small mishap with work where I ended up unemployed and knocked down I think I had too much time in my hands to think about things and being up at home had the kind of opposite effect on me and gave me massively itchy feet um and it mm. was just before lockdown um when the female world record holders came back in on our second class ferry um and we saw their record and just thought oh my goodness that's amazing you know they've done this fantastic amazing ride on a tandem um and we kind of went i think we could go faster and you are hoping to go a lot faster, aren't you? Because they, they did it in 263 days. Yes, they did. Beating the previous world record by seven or eight days. And you're you're going to beat it by 76 days or 77 days. Yes, yeah, so we're aiming for 180. Um, they would still keep their record because Guinness differentiates between um, male, male, female, female and mixed. So that's quite nice because they're, mm -hmm. they're lovely people. They've helped out loads. Um, so they still keep their record, but we would be setting a record that's faster than theirs. That's that's you can't get time off work. work. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you can't get the time off work? Um, no, no, work's given me the time off. It was it was one of me the like conditions of me, me taking the job. I went to like the second interview for the job and um the, the um Sarah and Ruthie, my employers, kind of said they were so worried about me because I looked so nervous. They thought I was going to tell them something awful, like I was, you know, got a terminal disease or something. And um I came out with I'm afraid I've got this plan to cycle around the world on a tandem and it's all in process and I'd need that time off. And they just mm. went, wow, and they were just so excited. So they kind of instantly agreed to that. But I probably should come back to work and start making money at, again at some point. A bit like maternity leave. Yeah, that's what I say. Did, <laughs> did they say you've only got 180 days off? No, no, that was, that was purely my doing. And um, <laughs> yeah, I think we... We wanted, we wanted to make it a hard record, not saying that the ladies, they um, did a tremendous job. They're kind of very proficient club cyclists, but they're not as much in the long distance kind of riding as we are, whereas right. we've done so much of it. We kind of felt like we could, um, yeah, up the bar a bit. And, you know, we want, you know, if somebody breaks our record, that's great, but we want them to be really serious about it. Mm -hmm. that's, that's fair enough. Yeah. And, and you, you've done some other challenges, haven't you? You the, the parry breast parry ride and uh, around wales yeah that's been our training ride um so mark beaumont who's got the men's record of cycling around the planet his like training ride was riding around the uk but i couldn't get enough time off work for that um so we rode around wales as a practice for riding around the world um, mm -hmm. i think it'll be a few less sheep around the world and hopefully less hills but apart from that, I, I, I think the same number of different languages yeah. yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. and I think there are some some people in Wales that would claim that you have ridden around the world. Yeah, I think we met some of those as well. Yeah, they were very <laughs> friendly. Yeah, <laughs> Laura, what got you into riding bicycles? Yeah, so as I say, it was I've just always always ridden them, and I've always I suppose commuted on them. Um, but yeah, it was. It was literally on first meet, so not even our first date. First time I met Steve, he. Um, I, it was actually a beer festival um, and I was serving the beer and he was quite happily drinking the beer. 
and um, he, he managed to bump into me on my, my break from behind the bar, as it were, and he came up and started telling me all these wonderful stories of riding around the country. And he, he told me that he'd ridden from Land's End to John O'Groats to back in just over nine days. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I almost didn't believe him, but I kind of was like... And yeah, he, he took my number and yeah, the kind of, <laughs> it goes but, on from there. Well, but You've ridden bicycles all your life. So yeah. what started getting you into this long distance bike riding? You're not road racing. You're not racing on the track. You're no, just I'm really slow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that was, that was Steve. Um, Cause he, he's, since he was very young, he's been part of the, like the long distance cycling scene, particularly um, there's a club called Audax. Mm-hmm. Um, which he told me about and they organised things like the Paris Breast Paris ride and and he kind of described it as a club full of you know old you know middle-aged to old men with with beards riding scruffy bikes um through the night and <laughs> sleeping in village halls and covering ridiculous distances and and it you, like this you as an in, thing you as an intelligent young lady vet mm. went oh yeah I'll yeah that's that. me yeah yeah I did yeah okay <laughs> So did you get a strap-on beard or did they let you do it without? Um, they let me do it without. They're quite open-minded mm. nowadays, yeah. It's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> still a lot. I still regularly get beaten by, you know, gentlemen with, with decades on me that kind of zoom around mm. these events when they don't quite look the part. Yeah, they, they, they say they've got it in the legs, don't they? Yeah. It's it. like a muscle memory thing. Mm-hmm. They just so, keep on going and going. Yeah, it's it's very impressive. Okay, so so your other your other career then, you're a vet. Yes. All right. Right. This is called veterinary ramblings. We'll come back oh, on. Yeah, we, we better talk about that. Okay. Yeah, we'll come back <laughs> onto the cycling in a minute. But the show's called veterinary ramblings. So when did you know you wanted to be a vet? Again, that was very so. Uh, First time I can remember, I was about eight years old, so I've kind of got that a typical story. It's, it's like almost as long as I can remember. I saying, I want to be a vet. And then all through school, everything was focused on that is what I'm going to do. So Laura, Laura the vet all the way through school? Yeah, yeah. So all of your studies, All of everything. my studies, all of my subjects were picked around getting into vet school, yeah. Right. So which would you choose then, bike riding or vetting? Oh, gosh, that's a hard question, isn't it? <laughs> it probably depends on my mood on the day. I'm very privileged to yeah have access to both at the moment. So yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, <laughs> if, if we can't, if you're struggling to answer that one, let's break it down. Then, what do you like most about being a vet? Um. Again, I think it's it's a challenge. Again, I think it's a different sort of challenge. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think you know it's it's not just the cycling with this this trip. It's like the logistics and the planning and everything that goes into it too and I think it, the, there are parallels to being a vet too you know kind of having your organization and putting things in place making plans problem solving there's a lot of kind of transferable skills mm-hmm. and, and the challenge isn't it yeah and the Pretty challenge much. yeah definitely mm-hmm. definitely yeah okay well let's try and break it down the other way then what do you dislike <laughs> most as being a vet <laughs> um being inside too much yeah I know mm-hmm. I could go and be a farm vet and be outside, but yeah, uh, that's my my big big bear is, is staring out the window and going, oh, it'd "Be a great day for a bike ride." So, what do you dislike most about riding bikes? Um, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not 
not i don't know i think that could there could be a different answer to that after 180 days (laughs) well there could very well be so so the the puncture with 100 miles to go and it's freezing cold and the wind has just turned into your face and it's going to get dark soon yeah but that's that's different so that's called type two fun and type two fun is the best fun ever when you're in the pub afterwards telling all your mates about it and then it's just amazing and that pint or that cup of tea is yeah wow i, I relate to that i'm a climber i love this idea of type two type fun, two fun. yeah so, right come on i want i want to hear right how many types of fun are there I don't know. I, I think about this sometimes. There's definitely, you know, type one fun's the fun that normal people have. And then type two fun's the kind of fun that's only fun after you've survived and you're later in the pub. I think type three fun's probably no fun at all for anybody ever. Type three fun's probably accountancy or something, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Oh, well, yes, it was a great fun day today. I, I managed to save a... Uh, gosh, let's see, the edict was uh, about uh, 4% shade. Really, I won't have a beer now. I've got a few more calculations to do later. Thanks very much. That's type three fun. Yeah, that's definitely got its own type. I'm loving this type two two fun. Yes. Laura's Guide guide to Type One and Type Two Fun. Yeah. Yeah, I should really be careful. It's not just me. That's that's quite a well-known thing in like um yeah, the adventure slash endurance world is type two fun. Yeah. I've I've certainly had quite a few type two fun days climbing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> some of them I've I recognized as type two fun two days later where I got out of the hospital. Um and it's been, well, that was, that was an adventure, wasn't it? Oh, we did laugh then, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Was was the helicopter very noisy? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean you get a great story out of it don't you afterwards yeah if you can tell the story down the yeah. pub after that's type two fun yeah so i guess fishing must be a very sort of subdued version of type two fun mustn't it maybe maybe it's got some kind of subcategory yeah yeah I, hang on a minute i've just found a whole spreadsheet here dealing with type one type two <laughs> type three and type four fun oh my goodness oh go on then what's <laughs> <laughs> It's too detailed. Don't, don't make for it me. a challenge, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> type five. Well, I, actually, no, I, I, could, I could share this with you. Okay, type one, absolutely yeah. right. Well, well done, Laura. You've got it absolutely right. Type one fun is fun while you're doing it and fun after you do it. Mm-hmm. The, the example they give here is playing a board game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we said. We said the level pretty low there, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, okay. So type type two fun is not fun whilst you're doing it, but is fun after you do it. And their example here is, for example, running a marathon, which I think quite a few people, particularly the endurance people, would disagree with entirely. Um, And type three, this comes below the line, uh, type three example heavy drinking. Fun while you're doing uh, it. So it's fun while you're doing it, but uh, yeah, afterwards. Not fun after fun. you do it. Ah, okay, yeah. Right. And <laughs> type four. Right. Not fun whilst you're doing it. And not fun after you're doing after you do it. And the example here is funeral. But I'm not sure whether it's your own funeral. 
presumably that's your own funeral. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've never thought while well, I'm at a funeral, it's not as fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Type four for you, isn't it? Hey, I've got a board game. At least yeah. you know, we can... We can make this from, from type four to type I one. Know, I think board games might be in type four. Well, that, that would be what's that? What's that TV program? Um, the oh, it was big on the Squid Game. Squid Game, which is that. I've not. Well, I've not seen it, but it's a bit like Hunger Games, I think, isn't it? Where you know you stand the chance to win the game or you die. Yeah, that's. Yeah, something tells me you don't watch a lot of television, do you, Laura? <laughs> no. How did you guess? Well, hang on a minute. But you're right. Okay, so let's talk about cycling. I, I, I do know a little bit about cycling. You're on the back of yes. this tandem, so you're what's known as the stoker. Yeah. And so you don't have to really look where you're going. No, I close my eyes sometimes. Yeah. So why don't you have a little screen on Steve's back, and then you could catch up with all sorts of things like this has been mentioned. Yeah, it is. Huh? It is quite tempting. Yeah, yeah you can watch the Squid Games. Yeah. yeah, I could I could potentially catch up on all the TV that I've I've missed over the past however many years. So. I was going to say three decades. When people talk about is it Love Island and things like that, yeah, I could I could actually join the conversation. Would you want to? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I've never seen it. <laughs> And what type of fun would that be? Oh, hang on. Do you want me to get the spreadsheet up again? <laughs> no, I think that, that's type four fun, isn't it? Well, it would be type four fun if that's what Steve was doing. What? While he's, while he's steering. If he's watching daytime television while he's steering, then it would rapidly turn from type turn two, two to type four fun. Right. Okay. Mm. Laura, I'm so grateful to you for introducing me to type one, type two. And I'm glad I could share with you type three and type four fun. Yeah. That's amazing stuff. Well, let's hope none of us have too much type four fun. Yeah. In the foreseeable future, because that, that sounds like the worst fun, doesn't it? I suppose, I suppose it just depends whether it's your funeral or, or you're attending somebody's funeral. It's not really clarified that, has it? No, no, no. I guess if you really didn't like that person, it could be, could be all right, couldn't it? <laughs> but, but, so, so uh, cycling, I, I still can't get over 180 days round the world. I mean, that's a hell of a long way, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite a long way, yeah. And there are certain bits. I'm guessing that you're going to have to miss out, aren't there, this time around? Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we weren't going through Russia ever, so mm. <laughs> that's not so much mm. issue. But and there's yeah, there's bits of water we have to get over, and the, some places that won't let us in. And yeah. yeah. Have you had to apply for visas at other places? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we've got all quite... our visas now. Yeah, yeah. Some they've been quite willing to give them. Yeah, we don't seem to. Have... Yeah, some of them took a while. Um, like Australia's not been open that long, so I think they've got a bit of a backlog at the moment. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was. So, you, are you taking a tennis racket with you to Australia? Because that seems to be the way to get into <laughs> Australia. <laughs> I don't think we will. We won't try that one. <laughs> oh, but they've, they've let so they've let you into Australia. Yeah, without a tennis racket. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Great. So, so Laura, crash helmet. 
or kepi little cap crash helmets yeah we have got little caps we should be wearing under the crash helmets but i think um oh, our parents are thick <laughs> enough already even about the trip without wearing it not do, wearing a crash helmet. do you do you wear it all the time or do you hang it over the end of your handlebars like I see the school kids do? Um, pretty much. The only the only time we don't wear it, it, it we've not worn it riding up Monvon too. It's been super hot and we're doing about two miles an hour. Um, mm-hmm. So the implications have fallen on the bike pretty low, but in general yep. we tend to okay. yeah, wear crash helmets. Fair enough. And carb or no carb? Whatever we feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no rules in ultra endurance. It's yeah. Isn't it? Can I can I ask how you stopped from bonking? Eat food. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have a lot of food secreted about the bike and our personage all the time. Yeah, we've got mm. two nose bags uh, mounted on the bike, which are usually stuffed full of whatever you know, chocolate, sweets, dried fruit bars. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of food. And you're looking forward to um, to eating the the local flavours as you go. Yeah, that'll be quite exciting. Yeah, I think local snacks is quite an exciting idea. You know, first time into a petrol station or garage in a new country and getting to see yeah mm. what's available. Sure, well, we'll t- take some emodium with you just in case. Yeah, we've got plenty <laughs> of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? What else are you taking? Um, well, we're, we're having to go as minimal as possible because we're carrying everything. So, but we have got, um, um, well, we're getting a very lightweight tent and, um, you know, sleeping gear. And we've got a tiny, tiny little stove, um, you know, just because we will be out in the wilderness in places. But apart from that, yeah, yeah it's just. What, what, stove what, what, what stove is it, do you know? Um, it's, it's called a Krakow. It's from um, Alpkit. So it's like 44 yeah, grams. Yeah, they're, they're brilliant. Yeah. Is it dual fuel one, is it? Or, uh... No, it's gas only, but um, mm. we kind of figure the places we're most likely to use it, we should be getting hold of gas anyway. So yeah. when we yeah. don't have, when we don't need to cook, we can just ditch the gas and mm-hmm. then we've just got to carry forward four grams. So, yeah. Right. yeah. I, th- I think it's worth, it's worth mentioning here and that, that you're doing this self-supporting, aren't you? Yeah. And I think it, it's worth mentioning that because... Um, I rode around Britain in three days, but I was part of a six-man team, and we had a camper van, we had a following vehicle, we had everything that we needed um, at the time. If any one of us or any of that team had attempted to do that ride, then there's no question we would have failed. But you're doing now. You, you mentioned earlier on um, a gentleman by the name of Mark Beaumont. Now, I don't know Mark. Um, I may have met him, I don't know, but but Mark rode around the world solo to all intents and purposes. And this is not to detract from the achievement, but Mark had got a support team with him, hadn't he? He had a support team of 40 people in total around the world. Mm-hmm. They weren't all wow. with him at the same time. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realise it. a slightly bigger budget than us. Gosh. But you're doing it's just you and Steve, you, Steve, and your bike, your wits. It is worth mentioning as well the female world record holder that's Jenny Graham. Yeah. Um, held the record for 226, it might be 23, 26 days. Right. Um, she did it entirely unsupported. Wow. She's pretty amazing. 
in, in cycling terms, there's, there's an expression which is chapeau, which uh, roughly translates to, to hats off or, or doffing the cap or touching the brow of your cap. To do that solo as a female oh, is just also incredible. You misspell it. Sorry? <laughs> what? Well, if you, if you put it through under Google or something, it, you'll probably be misspelled and come up on a water chain and be turned to Chateau. Chateau, yeah, yeah, it probably would do with your spelling, yeah. Monsieur, I take off my castle to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there, isn't, there isn't a direct translation for it. That's the thing. No, there isn't, is there? It's no, shame, because really. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't say hats. No. No. A chapeau is a hat. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But you, uh, but you would say, cap, I take it? my hat off to you, sir. Yeah. I say that all the time. Well, I know you do, but... All but, but they shout not... it at you in France on the road. They'd be like, chapeau! Yeah. Hey! Hello. Yeah. And alley, alley, alley. Yeah, you don't get that. Oh, pop, 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 They say some do they? Been there. Been there numerous times. And their car horns have got those funny. <laughs> <laughs> pop, 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 pop. Yeah. I don't know. Loving it. Loving it. So, this, this extended maternity leave that you're taking from work, mm. have you thought about what's next? Back to work. Yeah, I'll probably have to go and do some work again. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, see which which challenge lures me in next. How, I, I want to touch on this because it, it's um, it, it's a part we, we talk. We've talked on the show quite a lot about mental health, haven't we, Julian? We have. And yeah. one of the things that is well documented is the Olympic letdown where the athlete is on a four-year cycle training hard for that one event and they either make it or they don't but they get to the olympics and they they participate in their particular sport whatever that may be and then if they're not managing the situation very carefully they have a big letdown Mm -hmm. you've mentioned there parry breast parry and i love the way you just nonchalantly went yeah parry breast parry which is a ride from all the way from Paris right over to the West Coast, Brest, and you turn around and you go back again, all in one go. It's non-stop. And there's no, well, you, yes, you can sleep and you, there are places to sleep or get your head down for a few hours, but it's just non-stop. But how yeah, long did it take you to do that? Um, 92 and a bit hours. 92, right. How far is it? Um. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it may complete number. It's 12,000 miles. 1,200 miles, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. No, 1,200 kilometres. Oh, how can I not know this? Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Well, well, probably not because you put it to the back of your mind. Because yeah. it's but I don't know what you're talking about because there's something called the post-adventure blues yeah. in, yeah. in ultra-endurance. Yeah, well, 1,200 kilometres. It's, yeah. it's a post-event post blues, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is a big thing and it is something yeah. that we're kind of quite actually quite aware of that when we come back mm. to this it's not going to be a case of just you know me just <laughs> slotting back, back into yeah mm. yeah um so what are, you, what are your thoughts on that um so uh, i say i've been very well supported by my job and kind of in view of that i've kind of got made arrangements with them to keep work life quite flexible um in terms of how much I do or don't do, um, it may well be that I find it quite beneficial to kind of launch myself back into it again, mm. having mm -hmm. had so much time off, or it, I, 
just can't know you know it's, it's not like I can ask anybody else for advice either um, but I think it for me it'll definitely be having the next big you know the next thing to focus on be that work related or be it something else it's like I might do, be sick of cycling by then and do you know, do you have any ideas anything um the cycle relief of things you'd like to sort of knock off yeah yeah there's a few things yeah there's not, not all of them I've confessed to my husband yet but but play it close to your chest not going to mention it just now are you (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you'll get chris yeah yeah laura chris hoy is married and he hasn't got a beard yeah (laughs) (laughs) trust that one i'd quite like to do something i think um solo you know i've done a few little bits and paris best paris was on solo bikes as well so that was quite a good challenge just to you know Prove my worth as a solo cyclist. So yeah, maybe I yeah, either cycling or running or something. Steve's never probably not another world record, mind, but yeah, just another another personal challenge. Have you done much cycling in Antarctica? No, no, not a lot. Um, That wasn't on my list. I must admit, I think approaching type four from there pretty quickly. Yeah, I think uh, it could be. It could be. We're trying to we're trying to crack Antarctica. We've got. Mm. Oh, yeah, viewers are, and listeners you? in every continent yeah. of the world yeah. other than Antarctica and so yeah, if you wouldn't mind just popping off to Antarctica after this if we get horribly Do- lost I'll let you know and okay. we'll tune in yeah 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 careful yeah. if you take a compass it may not be as accurate as you might hope yeah there is that it's <laughs> only <So laughs> two directions there south and everywhere else yeah well you, there's down as well with, with the with the shovel, yes. As, as, as Shackleton found out, you know, and, and the idea of endurance riding across the uh, the Antarctic ice for our American listeners, that's an in joke to do with uh, Arctic and Antarctic exploration. Um, the great explorer um, Ernst Shackleton, who lost his boat in the ice, leaving him and his crew abandoned on the ice for two years. In, in fairness, that they didn't lose it. They knew exactly well, where it was. They just couldn't get it out because it was surrounded by ice. But they knew where it was all the time. It's there. They found it again they, recently, haven't they? Mr. Shackleton's bird, it's still here. Yes, I know. Thank you very much. You said you'd lost it. No, 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 I know. It's, it's there. I've got it. It's just here. Yes, all right. That was that was <laughs> level four, class four fun every day, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I just love this class one, class two, three, four. <laughs> I'll get over mind blown. I love it. There we go. How old am I? And I'm learning stuff, new stuff every day. Thank mm. you, Laura. There we go. So you haven't got people sort of coming out to to spend a day or two cycling alongside of you, just for fun. Not really. I don't think many people cycle that distance just for fun. To be honest, <laughs> they wouldn't. Uh, have they catch a um, plane yeah. to Pakistan and just spend a day just zooming along next to you, chatting. Yeah. No, not really. Whether anybody will crop up on route, obviously they'll have to cycle behind us so they don't invalidate our world record because that'd be a shame. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's that's all you do with tandems. That's all I used to love catching up with a tandem, just sitting behind them in the slipstream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like it's like riding behind a motorbike or a bus or a lorry. <laughs> just drag you along the road as they chunter away down, down, down. Yeah. So I've learned loads tonight. Loads. Laura. Have you come across 60 Second CPD? I have, yes. Have you? Yes. It's called a challenge. 
know. In our little world. In our little world. Now, do, do be careful because more intense we are for challenges. Probably Bronte, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, not, I was, was going to say. Amongst everything else, I've not had a huge amount of time. I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> you were writing a little PowerPoint uh, as your computer was stuck to Stevie's back. You I did actually take my little like draft of what I was going to say um, along on our bike ride today and had it in my... <laughs> I didn't quite tape it to his back, but really, yeah, it, it did come with us. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I've been very busy. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay, well, I'm thrilled that you're up for the challenge. Mm-hmm. Not, not that it's a challenge in comparison with riding a bicycle or tandem around the world, but, but no. our 60-second challenge, there's actually two parts to that now, and you may not be aware of the second oh, part yet. But, oh but, but So you're up for taking on the 60-second challenge? Yeah. Okay. What are you going to talk about? Um, it's tips for ultra-endurance athletes and veterinary professionals. Oh, ultra-endurance athletes. So for both. The, and the, veterinary professionals yeah yeah so both at the same time wow okay well in that case then <laughs> laura laura is going to give a 60 second cpd here's the clock on tips for endurance athletes and veterinary surgeons starting now okay so number one is break it down if you got 100 miles of a 300 mile ride or you're eight hours into a 12 hour shift just focus on the next 10 miles or the next five consults and if that's still too much break it down more again and just focus on doing the next pedal stroke or just opening that consult room door one more time number two is don't faff ultra endurance athletes may save time with a one-in-one-out approach to nutrition, and we may all have been um, guilty of shuffling celebrations down while going for a wee um, in a brief break, but try and stretch your day, try and plan your meals, and get as much done as possible in the first instance to free yourself up later on. Number three is everything is temporary. The darkest, wettest night always ends in morning and breakfast. Um, and if you can't find your ovarian pedicle for bleeding, take a deep breath and remember that healthy young dog booster is on its way. Number four is be kind, not just to everybody else, but yourself. Well done. Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. Excellent. Excellent. And, and it was, yeah, CPD for one size fits all, whether you're an ultra athlete or a, or a vet. Yeah, then, I, do think, I think there's a lot of parallels. I think the veteran profession are, are all ultra endurance athletes themselves, particularly yeah, the, yeah. the last I, couple of years. I always, I always say I've never found a Monday that hasn't finished. Yeah, that's a good one, mm. actually, yeah. And so that's brilliant. That's lovely. So to a certain extent, that's that's sort of like um that's like the, the, the one, two, three on how to eat an elephant an elephant. <laughs> one mouthful at a time. <laughs> Baby steps. Breaking Baby steps world. around the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And there's always there's always I mean something else I've picked up from cycling. There's always somebody faster. Oh goodness, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's always somebody faster. There's always somebody cleverer. There's always somebody in a better situation, and there's always somebody in a worse situation than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is um, it's funny the things you think about on a bike, isn't it? <laughs> I like playing the um, the quantity surveyor game when you're doing a, a big job. Of um, okay, so I was, you're, you're worrying me here. <laughs> 
I, I was um, moving some topsoil the other day. I had three tons of topsoil. I thought I can get it done in a day, no problem. And I just thought, okay, so first thing I did was see roughly how many shovelfuls fitted in each wheelbarrow and how much it dropped the level in the bags by. And then it became a challenge. Okay, so from the first wheelbarrow load, I reckon it's going to take me seven and a half hours to do this and see then how close I can get it. It's going to take me 1,500 wheelbarrows worth and seven and a half hours. And it, it, it was, it was you know, more or less on the money with it. So it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? The, the dreary becomes a challenge with the, the mind game of, Let's see if I'm right on this. I reckon this client is going to be a real bugger and she'll take about 25 minutes before, <laughs> I, uh, before I'm allowed to vaccinate her dog. It was 23. Yo! Did you used to do that on the uh, COVID vaccination line as well? Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> and so did you, so don't deny it. <laughs> no, I used to enjoy talking to the patients, finding out, yeah, finding out who they were. Mm. What's yeah. your job? Yeah. How much pain are you in now? Yeah. 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 What's your real job? Oh, by the way, I finished doing that. So, do you want to go home now? <laughs> That's brilliant. So, so when's, when's your last day at work then, Laura? Uh, it's the 1st of June. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Really, really soon. So, actually, by the time this comes out, you'll, you'll be, be on your way. Work. And people can support you, can't they? They can they can go onto your website, which tell us again is Stella Tandem. Yeah. Well, Stella, yeah, I don't sound like Stella. nicking Sorry, it. Stella. I was gonna call it Stella, Stella and then Stella <laughs> yeah, and Steve pointed out it, the people in it. Um, but yeah, it's Stella with one L, yeah. Right. Um, and and you're um obviously you, you need money to, to subsist, but you're also raising money, aren't you, for uh, for, for several noteworthy causes i know one of them is vet life we, yeah. we mentioned mental health of, of vets uh, a few times we've we've given air to, to to vet life and the important work it does do, do you want to tell us a little bit about the other charities yeah sure because we have got some sponsors for the kit but we're entirely self-funded so once we start once we're on that start line everything we raise is, is going to charity so we've got just giving pages which are linked to on the website so vet life's one um, mind the UK mental health charities another um, and then Sustrans which is a UK charity for sustainable travel in the UK and they do a lot with all the national cycle network mm -hmm. which makes places more accessible not just for bikes but for walkers for horses for you know people out with pans and, and whatever else so it's quite a, quite a kind of passion of, of us as well the sustainability of travel. Mm -hmm. Right. Gosh, that's strange. I've not come across that one. The others that's I have. Hmm. Wow. Like, you will have seen Sustrans routes though. They're, yeah. they're the little blue cycle signs. Um, and they've all got numbers around the UK and they do a lot of the greenways and off-road routes as well. Ah, they, I, ah, we would have gone on one of those today then. On the, the cycle route snow. number 63 or something like that. It was something like that, yes. Yeah, you have an encyclopedic knowledge of all the cycle routes around the UK. Go on then, Godalming to um, <laughs> Gomshaw Mill. I've got no idea. <laughs> which, is, which is the Bath Bristol Cycleway? That's um, that's a well-known one. 
Yeah. I can't remember what number that one is. I, I'm, I'm useless at remembering the numbers. Yeah, there, but, yeah. I can't remember the numbers. Oh, well. oh we're, we're heading into type four fun. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, Laura, there's just one concern I have about your CPD, if you don't mind me saying so. It was yeah. absolutely fantastic. But I know that some listeners will be wanting to, uh, to, to actually register this CPD in, mm. their, in their log. And to do that, I was hoping need, to. Yeah, well, there we go. Now, to do it, we need to have a bit of reflection on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. can you come up with a reflective question that we can ask our uh, our listeners to, to think about and then maybe send their answers in? I suppose it's got to be something, yeah. Oh, I don't quite know how to phrase it, but but about how their, their life is a, a veterinary. I suspect they're probably involved in veterinary if they're listening, but how they can relate that to ultra insurance. <laughs> any tips they might have okay so to re reflect on the um, on the breaking down of mm. uh, of your day into mm. bite-sized modules yeah or, or anything how you, you know how you do that ultra yeah, any, any task tips you know like i don't know people that work night shifts that might have a sneaky place to get a cat nap for example that could be yeah something notable. <laughs> excellent <laughs> sorted now i think i can um Release I've the got, CPD. I've got a certificate. We have. We have. Excellent. Here I can't wait for somebody to present these to the RCVS. <laughs> <laughs> so this says certificate of a tandem nature. This certifies that circumnavigation and CPD do go together like toast and marmalade. Oh, fantastic! And there's me. I, I don't grow a beard, so there's me with a with a big leaf uh, as a beard. It's very similar, yeah. Very similar, still not as big as, uh, as Stevie's amazing beard, but there we go. Yeah, uh, and and then there are a few pictures of bikes I got. So there's a bike next to an upside down house. Oh, yeah, I can just about see the bike there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we relevant. go. Uh, there's there's a, a a bike in Greece, yeah. Uh, and I was expecting Greece, but I was expecting country, all those yeah. people to uh, to get on it, but they, they didn't rather sadly. Yeah. Uh, there's there's my bike. So that was that was today. Oh, you've got a white bicycle. A white bicycle, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not usually white. It's normally sort of muddy brown, but <laughs> yeah, treated to a clean. Yeah, you're you're saying that because you're pretending that you actually use it. Yeah. <laughs> and and these now there's there's a there's a turtle. That's a turtle. And they're Those, wildebeest. A wildebeest. And it was really just to 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 move into the fact that. Uh, you're going around the world kind of puts their efforts into a bit of a cocktail as well because uh turtles are one of the greatest migratory species on the planet and yeah. wildebeest uh i think hold the record as the the greatest uh numbers of migratory land-based species um that was very badly worded but i don't think you understood um, but but none of them have made it around the world in 180 days, as far as we know. So well done! You've beaten the turtles and the wildebeests. I hope so. Not quite yeah. done it yet, but <laughs> which I, I think is good news. Yeah, yeah. I've not checked Sorry, on any of these awful. long distance geese or birds. Yeah, I don't know how fast some of those fly. But... But, so land based. Good. Yeah. good I think, yeah, I think the largest migratory uh, numerical. Uh, largest migratory 
species were, were passenger pigeons, weren't they? They, they had the greatest numbers of, uh, of, of warm bodies flying around. Uh, anyway, there we go. That's uh, that's the CPD certificate. And if you go online, you can download it. That's um, great news because I've only got four weeks to get all my CPD in. So, yeah. Excellent. Great. So, so <laughs> how much CPD have you got to find in the next four weeks? Oh, it's at least 10 hours. Oh, no problem. We've we've got at least 50 episodes that you can download <laughs> and listen to. Yeah, um, yeah, some amazing guests on veterinary ramblings. And as we found out, if uh, what we're actually going to do is we're actually going to set up a whole series of reflection questions for each episode, which there we, we used to joke that you can cast this as CPD. And it was pointed out to us a couple of weeks ago that actually you can. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is classed as CPD. Uh, Nailed it. Long There's at least got... nine hours in there preparing for my 60-second CPD then as well, because that counts. Yeah. <laughs> log that, log yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah, log that. So what is next after this adventure then? Yeah, so, so, well... You're not, you're not letting on, are you? First. Yeah, I don't, I, we don't want to commit to anything yet. And yeah, mm. I think that this is the big one for us. You know, it's um, been a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of stress. I don't, I don't think we'd undertake anything like this again in, in a hurry. And you do, how, how do you top it? You know, being, being, I mean, indeed. Is, well, you can top it by coming back onto the show in uh, 180 days or so and telling us how it That'd went. That'd be amazing. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. That'd be amazing if you would. Yeah, that definitely. Would be... Oh, yeah, yeah. So put me down for December sometime. Okay, we will yeah. do. We will do. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. That's brilliant. How long has it taken you to plan this? Um, all seriousness. I mean, you jokingly said it was at the start of lockdown, but... Yeah, so we... That's when the idea came about, and then it was... I'll get my years wrong now. So it's been about 18 months. Mm-hmm. So not that long, then, in real terms. No, but it's felt like quite a, <laughs> a long time, yeah. yeah. You managed to accomplish an awful lot in, in that time. You, you've got sponsorship, you've uh, got your specially made seats uh, and, and, and worn them in. Uh, you've got visas, and travel permits, and tickets and everything. I think that 18 months has been very well spent. I think you managed to, uh, to do an awful lot in that. And, and I... I, I I applaud you. I really do. I take my hat off to you. Chapeau and all that. Chapeau. Chateau. Chateau. Chapeau. Castle, dude. Castles. Castles. Oh, God. Dear, oh, dear. I wish you the very best of luck, both you and Stevie. I absolutely sure absolutely. fantastically. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. And uh, as, as we said before, so stellatandem.com. Yeah. Stellatandem.com, get logged in onto that and have a good we'll have old a, like, read. little tracker map as well so you can watch us along the way and I'm yeah. wow. responsible for all the annoying social media posts. So, Laura, listen, thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. Absolutely amazing. And uh, to all of our listeners, if you, if you want to hear more from some amazing people like Laura and some of the things they do, drop us a line, introduce us and uh, we'll see if we can get them on the show and uh, have a chat with them and don't forget to like and click and share and uh, subscribe it really does help us so we appreciate that it does please do it please Laura thank you very very much indeed I'm not going to raise a glass to you I'll doff my cap to you chapeau (laughs) and may your dog go with you 
May your dog go with you. May your dog go with you. Have a great time. Have and we look forward to speaking to you in December. Yeah, definitely. Thank Amazing. you so much. <laughs> Thank you very much and good luck, Laura. <laughs>